Get Involved Referee is brought to you by Pressbox PR. Pressbox PR puts your brand on the map. From a chat over a pint to the headline of a website, Pressbox PR takes your brand and gives it the recognition that it deserves. With a proven track record with multiple clients, you'll be able to see your press go beyond the box with Pressbox PR. Check out pressboxpr.co.uk for more information. Welcome to Get Involved Referee with Steve Conroy, Des Roach and me, Lindsay Heron. And in this episode, of course, we'll go over the first uh, matches of the new Scottish Premiership season and some interesting decisions made in some of those gentlemen. We'll come to them shortly. We'll also talk about, well, what the, the referees are wearing this season. Is it in fashion? Is it in vogue? That's a bit debatable. And also, uh, we'll have to be chat about um, a potentially interesting situation where one of our leading officials is facing a potential charge dating back to, to last campaign. We'll come to that later on, but first of all, you dedicated followers of fashion, would you be happy? wearing that new kit Steve no <laughs> well we talked about it at the, the weekend it's a Star Trek outfit it's bloody horrible <laughs> where I mean where are they coming with that one I, I, I really I really don't know I, I think as we said earlier it looks as if it's been mixed up with somebody else's washing and it's a it's a grey v-neck I don't know it's um, listen I'm the last person to speak about fashion my wife buys my clothes so I'm the last person to talk about that but that was just horrendous. Mm-hmm. Horrendous. You're, you're right. I remember, I don't even know if you know, but Palermo, who play in, in Italy, obviously. Someone put the wrong thing in the washing and they came out as pink strips. White strips became pink and that's became their colour. But uh, that's what it looks like with this new, this new oh, strip, isn't God it? God knows what they were thinking. And you're talking to me wearing a pink, a pink t-shirt. <laughs> that's meant to be pink. <laughs> that's meant to be... Uh, no, it was, it was just horrible. Um, no, I I'm glad like... I'm not wearing it. Yeah, I don't know. Will it put some of the guys off, do you think? Will they feel a bit, oh, I don't fancy this much? Nah, they'll, they'll just go on with it. They'll, they'll, they'll talk behind people's backs, but no, they'll not <laughs> like it, but they'll get on with it. Yeah, oh, that's horrible. I agree. Okay, uh, from the fashion to the action, and first up was uh, Livingston Rangers over at uh, Almond Vale, and some interesting decisions in that one. Don Robertson in charge, of course. We spoke ahead of, of the game about how we felt it was going to be a good season for him, or, a, or could be a promising season. Right away, he's, he's up against it. Two yellow cards possibly should have been shown to Phil Kankar and it led to the fullback being taken off, Steve? Uh, yeah, um, I, we, we did um, speak about it and I think Don is going to be one of our leading lights. Be, an, an indication of that being that on the first day of the season he gets uh, he gets Rangers. So yeah, that's, that's promising for him. Yeah, uh, I think he could have hoped for a, a quieter day. I do, you know, largely I think he, he did all right, but I agree with you in, uh, on, on that one that it probably should have been ultimately a red for I can't pronounce his name properly. Kankar. Kankar. Um, probably should have been. It was kind of down in front of the fourth official as well and the one of the assistants, Des, so he's not getting any help there either, Don, even if he was worried about it. I don't think he'd be he'd be worried about it. The fact he's been he's been given the, the opening game of the season shows you how how he's held in high esteem mm-hmm. uh, within within Scottish football. I think if that decision in Don's opinion needed done, he would have done it. He's obviously deemed that it's not a second yellow card, but concurring with Steve and, and yourself, the fact that David Martindale has went and whipped him off before half time, he knows that he's wanting to finish the game with eleven players and not ten. That's a bit of a, a bit of a giveaway that that it should have been a it should have been a second yellow card and he should have been removed for the field of play. But I think saying that he didn't get much help in that instance, we've talked about it many a time. I think that one is is a matter of opinion. I. In my opinion, I think it uh, probably should have merited an, uh, another caution. 
but it's, it's an opinion piece. So the assistant and the, the fourth official wouldn't be wanting to come in with a different opinion if it's a, if, if it's a barn door one, and we'll talk about some of them later on, then yeah, they mm. would get involved if Don had called it wrong. But I think that's that's an opinion piece, so I don't think they're, that's going to sound terrible, I don't think their opinion would be welcomed or it wouldn't be merited at that point. Des obviously touched on it. There has been a suggestion you know, that Don Robertson might have encouraged the the St. John, sorry, the Livingston bench to make that substitution. But I think you'd find that hard to believe. I think that's crap, not to put too fine a point on it. Uh, you might do that. Uh, you might. We all do that in friendlies. We, we, we can say to the, the visiting manager, get him hooked before I get rid of him. Once it comes into serious stuff, absolute nonsense. I would be flabbergasted if Don actually had come through his obviously they're mic'd up so they can get through the communications Don can talk to his fourth official he can talk to the assistant I'd be flabbergasted in the opening game of the Premier League if Don because somebody's going to hear it whether it's well, a is, player is the observer not hooked up no I don't anymore. think that, I, I don't that? think they are no I don't think they are but somebody would have heard that mm-hmm. so if Don was going to put his neck in the line and say Get him hooked. Dave, you get your man off before I send him off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, I'd be, su- I'd be very, very surprised at that. So no, I think David Martindale has done the correct decision mm-hmm. and got rid and kept his team eleven players. Yeah, exactly. Um, we predicted that there would be early VAR discussion, and you couldn't, we couldn't really pick it much more than the the Antonio Cholak goal. It was disallowed. You know, obviously heads the ball into the net from across on the left-hand side. TV pictures were pretty inconclusive, Steve, but it's so tight, isn't it? Granted, from the angle that we got on, on the TV, you weren't directly online, but it looked yeah, awfully tight. It looked from the angle that we got that he was on. But yeah, that's first game, first VAR incident. <laughs> it's not the first VAR incident. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's yeah. not. I, I agree. It's, in, in my opinion, he, he was onside. He, he was, looked on. He was yeah. level of... We spoke about last week about these lines being drawn. I mean, if he's a toenail offside, is he? We don't know. Mm-hmm. But again, these are things that are going to come back and, and back and haunt us when we come to to VAR being introduced after the World uh-huh. Cup. Plenty of these things that we can we can discuss. It's going to uh, it's going to make a huge difference. Yep. But that's like you say. It, well, it didn't actually affect the outcome of the mm-hmm. match in that respect because Rangers went on to win the game, I suppose. But. Uh, these are liable to pop up in the next three or four months, aren't they, before the, the break? You look at that this week, there's no VAR, so the goal's chopped off. Next week, uh, you've got VAR, it looks at it and says he's on, so goal stands. All right, it didn't make a difference to to uh, that outcome, but you know, it could have done. There will, there will be games where it will Aye, make an absolutely. outcome. There will be games where teams that have, as, as we've said, long and weary, there will be games where a decision's given in week 12, differently from week 13, that's going to cost a club three points. It's potentially going to cost a manager a job. It's going to cost a club money. People are going to, potentially you're going to get relegated because the second bottom or the bottom gets somebody sent off yeah. this week. Next week, the second bottom gets somebody saved for, for the same incident because mm-hmm. of that. There's a six point difference. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. Absolutely nuts. Yeah, differentials. The differential is huge. Yeah. I know. Um, and they're talking actually about like, trying to get it in as quickly as possible, which rather than waiting until after the World Cup, which I know you guys disagree with anyway, you don't think it should start at all uh, midway through a season, uh, but they're, they're persevering with it. But now they're saying, well, whenever it's ready, we'll just pop it in. So like you say, in sometime in October, they might say, actually, here we go, guys, we're ready. Wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't. I, I wouldn't either, but surely it can't be passed until all 12 Premier League clubs have the infrastructure. Surely you can't say, oh, well, Celtic's able to go, Rangers are able to go, mm. Aberdeen's able to go. Oh, wait a minute. Come on, come on, come on. They're not ready to go. So it's, honestly, it's, it's baffling. 
There was another big, uh, well, interesting decision in that Livingston game, Steve. The the disallowed Livingston goal, uh, which would have made it 2-2. Foul given early by Don Robertson. I think it was a push from Sean Kelly on Connor Goldson. Did you think that was perhaps a little bit soft? I possibly, but again, to come back, Des has used it. A soft boiled egg still a boiled egg. I, I, I think I would have given it, and I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have objected, uh, objected to it. Again, it's an opinion, so no, I, I didn't have, I didn't have a problem with that. Well, I disagree with Steve mm-hmm. on this one. I didn't think there was enough physical contact that Connor Goldson was adversely affected in, in what he could do at, at that moment in time. Listen, I'm not going to, I'm not going to slate Don. Absolutely not. It's an opinion. It's no, a, ju- it's a, ju- yeah, it's a absolutely. judgment call. I thought it was very, very soft. But as we said, boiled eggs are boiled eggs. Yeah, in my did, opinion, I, w- I wouldn't have been given that. He did blow his whistle quite early, though. You yeah. know, before the ball had got into the box and, and was subsequently put into the net by Abelio. So, Abelio. So, was- listen, Don's obviously because not an assistant can make a call on that. So it's purely Don's call, mm-hmm. in, particularly in, in the position of the pitch that that he made it. So he's obviously convinced in his own mind right okay I'm giving a call which, which is absolutely fine I just happen to disagree with it for that moment in time alright there was a a goal came from it but that the, the goal largely is is irrelevant all we're talking about is whether you think it's a foul or not yeah, yeah. and that is purely an opinion yeah absolutely few red cards in the opening day of the season. It wouldn't be Scottish football without a couple of dismissals, I suppose. Let's talk about Killied and D United and maybe the, the nonsensical behaviour of Ian Harks in that position. But uh, was he right to get a, a red card for the two yellow card situations? The first one, of course, he's, he's kicked the ball as, uh, you know, the Killy goalkeeper's trying to, to clear from his hand. And by, now, by the definition nowadays, you just can't do that. Yeah, the first one is an absolute yellow card um, and it was just stupidity. It, and it's not even nowadays. It's been long enough that um, until the goalkeeper clear, uh, completes his clearance, he's in possession of the ball. So if he throws the ball up ready to kick it, yep. he's in possession of the ball. Right. Same as you couldn't kick it out, kick it from his hands when he had the, his hands on the ball. So no, absolutely. That's just stupidity. Absolute ye- uh, yellow card. And then the second incident on a yellow lunges in a little bit and brings down the Kilmarnock player. And Willie Collum decides, I've got to give him second yellow. It took a wee bit of time to do it, mind you. Yeah. But he, he issued the second yellow and sent him off. I'm probably going to go against myself. I can understand why Willie gave it. For me, and I'm sure back in back in our day, a second yellow card has to be one that the whole stadium goes, oh, he's off. You know exactly. I think he could possibly have managed that a little bit better, which in Willie's experience, he's done enough games. He's He's been around the block. He's I think you could be, uh, that one could have been avoided. I think I um, agree completely. Going by what what we saw, he, he took and it's not like Willie. Willie's normally you know, for for good or bad. Willie comes, he makes his uh, decision instantly, straight away. Flash, I, yeah. Whether you agree with it or not, and that one he took took his time. Mm-hmm. I think is a, a euphemism for it. I'm not entirely sure. And again, you know, speaking out of ignorance, not entirely sure that he realised that he'd already cautioned them. That's what it looked like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, for the, the situation itself, it, it was a foul. I don't think it was more than a foul. I have to say, I think it was just. A, I yeah. think it was just. It was just a foul. Ball down. Play on. Get on, get on yeah. And you run by him in the next couple of minutes and say you're running a thin edge. Aye. here. you run by him and say next one you're off. Aye. So mm-hmm. again, one of the ones that's as I said, it's it's managing the situation. Yeah. I think it could have been a little bit tidier. So Willie was maybe a bit severe there or maybe, like you said, forgotten he'd made the first yellow. But was Harks just daft? I mean, what, if you were Jack Ross, what would you be saying to him? Well, I, yeah, careful with my words. Um, yeah, you silly boy. <laughs> Both of them were just 
stupid, being done for a stupid thing and then doing that pretty much in front of the ref when you're already on a yellow, it's just nuts. Surely after, Hell surely after the first one, you turn around and say, even as a, as a colleague, as a player, or even as a referee, you go, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. You know you're not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. But you then put yourself behind the shit. You, you, you put yourself in a position where one false move no, removes absolutely. you from the game. So to me, it's not the second yellow card that, that that's the issue. It's the first yellow card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For being stupid. Very silly. Yeah. And it ended up costing Dundee United, of course, because um, Kilmarnock got a very late equalising goal, which is quite important for them to get off to mm-hmm. a good start. So it yep. just shows you the, the influence it can have in the game. Yep. Yep. Derek McInnes will have Kilmarnock firing this year. Mm-hmm. I've got no doubt about that. I think he's a, a top, top class manager. Yeah, well, absolutely. Equally, I think um, that there was a, a very impactful situation at uh, Perth, St Johnson against Hibbs. Murray Davison sent off, you know, maybe justifiably so, but uh, I don't know how you felt about that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I read yep. hard, no, no debate. And you're happy with that too? Oh, absolutely. No, no intent yep. in playing the ball. The, it was the, the player was his only player focus. Was getting it. That yeah, was it. player was Pure his only simple. focus. But first game of the season, he's charged up, but no excuses. The thing is that annoyed Callum Davidson is that uh, Rocky Bashiri is guilty of a similar type of challenge, but he doesn't get the red card. So what do you think about that? If anything, the second one's worse than the worse than the first. Uh, I, I I agree that they're both red. And if I was Callum Davidson, I'd be really annoyed at it as well. And I sure when the ref looks back on it, he'll probably say the same because I think the second one was worse than the first. Yeah, Ewan Anderson was the referee. I think it was a boy, is it Cab- Cabraj, I think was the one who was the was the second one. Yeah, Cabraj. Yeah, if, you, if, if you're lunging into a tackle like that, with your feet off the ground. Sorry, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. You're you're not in control of what your body's going to do and you're not in control of the tackle. And see the fact that it was right in front oh. of Callum Davidson, who's already incensed that his players may sent off. So he's obviously going to feel unjustified there and going, well, wait a minute, that's a yellow. I've got a red. I think the second challenge was horrendous. I yeah. think it was. And I think Ewan Anderson, on reflection, will know. And Ewan's, Ewan's a steady pair of hands. Ewan's mm-hmm. a good guy. But I think on reflection, he'll see and go, no, that was a red card. No, exactly. Um, I, I got mixed up. Bushiri was involved with a, a little sly elbow in the game, which I think was, wasn't picked up by any of the officials, but subsequently caught on, on camera. Again, another classic VAR situation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, again, I've said it before, you can only look in one direction. So the, fourth, uh, the, the four officials missed that. But next week, it's getting picked up on VAR. Mm-hmm. It, I know we'll maybe stop talking about it one day, but yeah, it's just mad. Inevitably, Bushiri was involved in the the build up to what proved to be the winning goal for him. So, had he not been on the park, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have happened. Or written in the stars. That's it. <laughs> always, always happens. You can guarantee if a referee's made an error, player who has made the best of that error is going to be involved in a match changing situation. Yep. A penalty decision and a, a red card situation in the St. Mirren Motherwell game. Um, what were your views on that, Des? I think it was pretty much straightforward. I think it was it was a penalty. As much as I'm not a, a fan of if it hits your hand, as I've said this before, you need to be using bolt to get your hand out as quick as that. But it's hit his hand under the laws of the game. It's a penalty. I can't can't disagree with it. And for the the ordering off, Ricky Lamy, what was he thinking? That was a shocker. What what was he thinking? The bit that got me was he actually got up and reacted to St. Martin players in an aggressive manner. Mm-hmm. As if to say, I've done nothing wrong. Are you kidding me? That was that was horrific. That was a leg breaker. That was that yeah. was a terrible, terrible tackle. He should be ashamed of himself. Yeah. And I, I think it did show. All right, there was a bit of a scuffle, but uh, it showed restraint. 
on uh, the opponent's part that they, mm-hmm. they didn't react too abruptly because that was a leg breaker. That was awful, that tackle. Um, and I agree with you with the, the handball. I hate it. It's impossible to get out of the way for that. But if you hold your hands out, you're unnatural. Yeah, unnatural position. That's what, mm-hmm. that's what they go with. Converted by uh, Kevin Van Veen and Motherwell got the victory despite mm-hmm. only having the 10 men. So it was quite important. Bit of spice around that one, of course, was Stephen Robinson being linked oh, to a <laughs> move back to his old club and he wasn't very happy about it. But... <laughs> <laughs> Another oh, no. entertaining start to the season, though, in mm-hmm. many ways. Um, John Beaton in charge that day, in that game, sorry, in the St. Bern game. And, you know, it's being reported that he um, is possibly facing um, a charge from the SFA um, over comments he made to a supporter at the end of a game, at the end of last season, the Livingston Dundee game, which is quite an interesting situation, Steve. Yeah, I've, I've never really, no, there's no really about it. I've never come across that, that before. And I don't know, I wasn't there, uh, so I don't know what happened. But I'd be bitterly disappointed if one of our most senior and most experienced officials let him down. No matter what the extenuating circumstances, no matter how much abuse or whatever uh, the ref takes, you don't retaliate. Um, So I'd be very disappointed if that turned out to be true. You're a professional. So you've got thousands of people shouting at you for the whole game. So why would you get involved in an isolated incident to target a person or a group of people when you're there as to be the the match official. Uh, I'd, I'd be very surprised, extremely more disappointed if that was the situation. But as we've said there, we don't know any mm-hmm. extenuating circumstances and, and, and what's come in. Mm-hmm. We've only just seen what's been reported and what's been alleged. But if that is the situation, then he'll mend them. Yeah, he's let himself down if it's yeah. true. It'll be interesting to see because obviously I mean, it is an allegation at this stage, mm-hmm. yes, so, and you know we're not sure. But you know, if a player is, is guilty or found guilty of doing something similar, then usually that you know there's a fair, a fair kind of punishment comes his way. Yeah. Now, again, we don't know what it is, but if it's something like foul, foul and or abu- is it foul, foul and abusive, foul, foil, foul, foul abusive and ab- ha- uh, gestures or language, yes. then it's a red card. I translate that back to being a ref. It's- Good for the goose is good for the gander, I suppose. Yeah, you've got to listen. We've refereed games in a public park on a Saturday morning where we shug at Walkney's dog, <laughs> getting absolute torrents of abuse. We women walking by with a Tesco bag. That's that standard. You can understand that there to an extent, but you can't uphold yourself within a, a Premier League environment. And if you are commenting to the crowd, do you know what? Blow your whistle, go off the park. Mm. That's, that's, that's all I've done. Go off the park, cup of tea, up the road. Exactly. You just can't react, can you? Nope. you just know. Nope. Not at all. Not not acceptable if, if that's happened. Exactly. Um, okay. Well, that brings us then to who is our referee of the week. You'd, you'd made your predictions, the two of you, prior to the start of the season. The guys you thought would do well over, over the six games. Who was your top man? For me, it was Nick Walsh. I have to say that I thought up until maybe a, a mistake uh, from David Dickinson. I think he was heading there because I thought he had a cracking game other than uh, the one I disagreed with. And it, it wouldn't be things that are particularly highlighted on the telly, but some of the advantages that, that he played were just were cracking, um, top class. But I, I disagreed with one major one. So, I, Nick Walsh. I don't want to agree with Steve all the time. <laughs> David Dickinson, for me, was having... To be entrusted with, with Hearts Ross County on the first day of the season as you're making your way forward and as we highlighted last week, I think he's the, the leading light coming behind that. Um, I was all all for it. I think that Nick Walsh doing the Celtic Aberdeen game, first of all, being entrusted with the current champions, whole first home game of the season shows how high regard the mm-hmm. SFA do it. And as Steve said, and you understand, his mum can make a game difficult. Nick, absolutely sailed through it mm-hmm. there was no issues whatsoever the fact you're, lo- you're looking at 
Posse Coglu and Jim Goodwin making comments after the game. Nobody's talking about the referee. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll go with Nick just but I would throw in a, a good mention for David. The one, maybe the one tiny thing against uh, David would be that challenge by George Grant uh, of Hearts, which looked a bit nasty and might have been a red card. That's that's the only that's the only one. I think it was. I'm not going down the the yellow and a half route, but I thought it was a red card. Okay, I, I will. Uh, but I thought David had a had a great game um, yep. out with out with that situation. I agree. It was a red. Um, and he had a great game otherwise. And just finally, we talked about it last week. Um, your old friend Bobby Madden goes down to England. Big debut in the, the Yorkshire Derby, Doncaster against Bradford. One of the more bizarre red cards you'll ever see. Oh, he'd have been hoping for a quiet uh, christening. Um, and we've talked about stupidity, but what was that guy doing? <laughs> Madness. They, they were pushing the newbie. Um <laughs> he's not the one to be not the one to be pushed fair play Bobby for doing it right on his first day out so he books him initially obviously Des for for time wasting and then then he falls down as if he's been assassinated by one of the opponent mm. players and, and then he kicks the ball away it was uh, just it was totally bizarre categories of ordering offs and, and, and cautions are A1-7 and B1-7 etc I think they need to add a, a new one and it's a, an ordering off for absolute stupidity yeah Absolutely. That's, that's it. Bizarre. So if you if you if you're an idiot, go off the park. You heard it here first. Thanks for joining us and get involved referee. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.